0: You're listening to The Pastor Pod, sharing what we're learning to help you lead well in our culture today. This podcast is hosted by pastors Josh Robinson and Jay Mudd. Their goal is to be real, transparent, and let you in on what pastors really think about Well, Hey, welcome back to The Pastor Pod. We are here for another exciting episode here with my good friend and co-host Jay Mudd. And uh, if you are new with us, I'm Josh, and uh, I'm a pastor down in Venice, and we get together with ourselves, but also other guests, and we talk about real things, keep it transparent, uh, open and honest conversations between pastors and leaders. But Jay, glad you're with us again for our 87th episode. Here we are.
1: here every week. Uh, It's good stuff. It's a great opportunity. Uh, And Josh, really, uh, you mentioned, you know, we get together with other guests, we get together with each other, you know, every week we're here. Uh, But really, you know, coming up, I think it's, I just want to keep this in front of people. Coming up, we're starting a cohort um, that happened Mm -hmm. offline outside of the Pastor Pod, an opportunity for us just to take it to another level, spend some time with some pastors. Had some decent, uh, you know, return on that. Some people reached out and said, hey, that might be interesting. And so tell me where they range from, Josh. Again, you you have the list maybe in front of you. Uh, New Jersey, I think we've got people in New Jersey. We've got people in uh, Panhandle,
0: Florida. We've got people, is there other places that, yeah, I think with you know like Ohio and a quite a few Ohio. from Florida and other places. So yeah, it's uh it's I'm excited to just connect and it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to to Buckeye our first state. ever cohort. Yeah, the Buckeye state. Yeah, football's Ohio. coming up so yeah, we'll have some good well, de- good is, debates, I think.
1: I guess I guess spring is upon us. Back to school is coming up. All these little life changes are happening and uh, I think Josh what we wanted to do today was simply Just kind of have one of those, uh, you know, pastor, you're not alone conversations where like, man, what are pastors going through right now? I can imagine, you know, back to school and, uh, you know, based off of different things that are happening. Josh, you were sharing with me uh, just a minute ago, you know, the school you guys meet at because you're a 20-year-old church plant that still sets up and tears down. Congratulations. So if you're a church planer out there, let that be encouragement to you. That's 22 years. years, 22 years from now, you can still be setting (laughs) up and tearing down. The goal is not a building. Uh But Josh, you are getting a building that's But buildings aren't
0: bad either. So I'll just I'll put that out there. Like everybody that's always like spiritualizes that. Well, you know, churches don't need buildings like, all right, well, you set up. I mean, I haven't been here 23, 22 years of that story. You know, I think the last night, how many years has it been four or five, maybe almost eight years of portable church, just yeah. me and my family, you know, right. here at the bridge and then before. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not against having a place where you can set up during the week. I, I'm good with it.
1: I guess what I was getting at, we were having a conversation, You're like, (laughs) yeah, that that school's getting ready too. So, you know, you have have school getting ready and, you know, getting worked on and getting set up because teachers are going back to school. My wife is a teacher. So she's going, she's getting ready to go into one of her first years of teaching. And so she was at a meeting all day today. So there's a lot of things happening. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, pastors are getting ready for the fall that comes with excitement, but it also comes with you know a lot of stress. Do we have our ducks in a row? Do we have everything going the way it goes? Um, I know for our stages of life, I mean you guys are getting ready for the fall. You guys got a lot of exciting things coming up. I'm getting ready for a big season of church planting coming up. Um, so there's a lot of things happening and I think pastors sometimes can feel isolated and alone in that sense of like, Am I the only one going through this? You're not uh, if you're listening to this you're a pastor, you're not going through this. you listen to this you're not a pastor, I want to encourage you. Uh, maybe reach out and encourage your pastor because it is a busy season. Coming out of July into August is always a busy season. You're kicking off the fall, getting back into the grind, trying to mobilize. I think of a shepherd. I know I'm talking a lot here, but I'm thinking about a shepherd who's having to, you know, rally the sheep that have been gone and at the beach and they've been on vacation. They've been doing all these things, and now you got to rally them up and go, "Hey, guys, look, it's actually we got to get back mm-hmm. into a flow, um, you know, a routine." Mm-hmm. Um, think about you know parents getting their kids back into a routine but just on a huge level of like now we got to oh, get yeah. this church back in in order we've taken our breaks uh you know we've been you know you know we have put this aside for the summer or this or that so there's a lot going on a lot of different things happening so um we just want to take a second and just kind of maybe unpack where we're at what we're going and things that we're going through as pastors because sometimes we do the whole you know, we're a guest, we're talking about this topic, which all the topics are important. Uh, but sometimes I think just here, you're not alone is a big deal.
0: Yeah, I, I love the theme that, you know, Bob put out from First Coast Churches. don't pastor alone. You know, I've got his couple of his cups up on my, in my office here. You got and, a couple uh,
1: cups? I need to get a yeah, cup. Where's my cup I mean, he,
0: he sent me a hat too. I, I hate to bring that up. I, I didn't want you to feel <laughs> left out, but... Uh, Josh, well, you know, I just, you know, just thought I would share that. I have a hat and uh, actually maybe more than two cups. Even, you know what else I have? I even have, have a coaster. So, see this here. If you're not watching on YouTube, I'm um, feeling a little. Don't pass I'm her feeling, alone. is that a, a good statement, though?
1: And lo- I didn't want I'm you to loved, feel alone, but I'm, I just I'm wanted to harder.
0: be real. Don't pass her alone. But yeah, now I'm with you. I think there's a lot of times when we get in busy seasons, we kind of uh, isolate. I think I, I put my head down sometimes and I just push through and that's that's needed sometimes but but uh a lot of what i'm dealing with right now is you know we're shifting to like you said back to school um my my youngest is going into kindergarten her first year of uh, you know official school so it's it's a big deal you know we're all three of our kids are in school together at the same place which would be great but you know chloe's she's five going on six here in december so it's uh it's a big shift. And I think the education piece and just school is, you know, and if you're a parent, you're listening, you're like, I can't wait for school, or I can't wait for more of a rhythm. Um, you know, it's just a lot to think about, you know, it's like they, our kids are growing up way too fast. And uh, so I'm trying to slow down and really, you know, take it in and and be grateful for, you know, how they're doing, but also like, wow, I can't believe my oldest is, you know, this is last year of elementary school, he's fifth grade. So uh, you guys are a little bit ahead of us, Jay, but you know it's just—it's just literally happening too fast.
1: Well, my my kindergartner who's going into first grade, so my now first grader uh, stopped us the other night and said, "Listen, I cannot walk into first grade with a Lightning McQueen backpack. Everybody's <laughs> gonna make fun of me." So we had to buy a new backpack for him because he yep. is feeling the pressure of growing up and going into yep. first grade, and he can't have a Lightning McQueen backpack. And so he's like, "Maybe I should get a." batman backpack there you go all right well no no i'm like all right that the next year's gonna be like i can't go with a batman backpack so it's like <laughs> hey let's get a let's get a solid backpack and i'll buy you a little chain with something on it that makes it your unique so he ended up with a black backpack so maybe we'll get a couple years out of it parents that's a hot tip hot tip for any parent out there to how to get more out of your uh, backpack life
0: that's good um,
1: don't buy a themed backpack that can be here today and gone tomorrow that's uh right. so, Anyhow, but Josh, I'm with you. We have all those moving parts in our family. We're in a new area. We just moved down here uh, six months ago, and we are uh, busy, busy getting ourselves situated. I have all my kids who are going to different schools this year than they did last year. So kudos to me being the parent who moved my kids from two school, different school years in two years. This is their second school in two years. So um, I feel like a parent who just dropped the ball big time with that. Um, but anyhow, my kids are uh very 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 uh flexible and um looking forward to the opportunity to start at a new school. so I have a ninth grader, no, a tenth grader she she would kill me if I said sure we say that a tenth grader all the way down to a first grader, and all in between uh, we're we're really ruling the middle school. I have a sixth grader, seventh grader, and an eighth grader, so we cover the whole middle school um so uh-huh. that's exciting, but we're also in the middle of planning a church, and that is always a um, it's exciting. It's also exhausting. So exciting and exhausting. And the sense of there's so yeah. many logistics. Um, uh, church planters can relate to this when you're a church planter, and you're just starting off, you're kind of wearing all the hats, you're the lead pastor, you are the XP, you are the Nassau worship pastor, you are at times putting on the worship hat going, I need to figure out how we're going to do worship as well. You, you, you're covering the gamuts, um, not that you don't have people around you, but you are definitely taking the lead in that because many mm-hmm. of the people around you have full-time jobs and they're doing other things. So we're feeling a little bit of the pressure now of, you know, continuing to invest in the community things like that, but also wearing all the different hats of trying to get ready for our soft launches, which will happen this fall. Uh, so we're pretty excited about the the fall coming, uh, because uh, for us, it, it means uh, things are getting even more real, not that we need to have services or worship gatherings for it to be a church, an official church. Uh, but, you know, those are are part of the growing pains of a church plant. It's like, hey, now we're going to step into this new era. And so that comes with its all new challenges of now we're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out how we can set up teams and structure and things of that sort. There's no longer a, hey, this is cool. There's a new church coming. It's like, hey, in order for that new church to come, we have to have people doing stuff. Um, I can't do everything, nor do I want to do Mm -hmm. everything because it mm-hmm. would not be good if I did everything. So that's where we're at. So it's an exhausting season of trying to figure out what's next. Like, how do we, how do, we do this and that mm-hmm. and all the moving parts of my wife's a teacher, my kids are in school, all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. lots wow. of big things happening in the mud home. Yeah. So we're feeling the pressure of fall. Um, so yeah, but Josh, what is something you're excited about this fall? What is something you're looking forward to and you're excited about? Because I think sometimes as pastors, we can get into the grind of like, oh, there's so much on our shoulders and we miss out like, Hey, this is what we planned and worked for. This is what's coming and mm-hmm. what's exciting. So what are you excited about in the fall?
0: Looking forward to Florida state beating Miami again, really bad and football. That's one thing. He says that because I'm
1: a, says that because I'm a <laughs> Miami fan. And that's, that's okay. what I
0: hope that's what I hope for but no no I'm excited I mean we're we're seeing God's uh, work in our church and momentum and the school we meet at um you know had some damage from Hurricane Ian last fall Right And if you if you've driven around southwest Florida there's still lots of blue tarps on roofs I mean there, you still see a lots of the the residual from the hurricane so the school has been going through a lot of repairs and it's it's been looking really great so uh, the church has been flexible to continue to meet there and work with with all that, and it's been great. Uh, it's been challenging at some days because it's uh, it's summertime. You know, you think right. summertime, you kind of slow down a little bit, and everybody takes. But we've had some extra setup days and some 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 different uh, you know just opportunities to get our people involved. I mean, last Sunday we we set up really early in the morning. It was like six a.m. All call whoever wanted to come serve, and man, we had an army of people showed up. You know, the sun wasn't even up yet. Cause we had to move things out because of some of the repairs. And so we had a U-Haul truck and the chair trailer and uh, man, it was just, it, I was just kind of blown away by just the people that got up early and came and just had a can do spirit. So I'm just excited to see more leaders step up and more small groups start this fall and really develop more community for the people God's sending us. So it's like, you got these people coming that, that are either new to church or some just come to Christ, but really excited about our leadership pipeline that we've been really working on for about nine months. Of seeing that grow more and uh, just provide opportunities for people to step in and be equipped in their gifting. So that's really probably one of the most exciting parts of what we're we've been working on. And then hopefully it'll start we'll start seeing more of it tangibly, like laid out. Uh, and then of course our our church building's process, our our permit last permit was approved. Um, and so that's a, that was a big one, a big hurdle for us. And then the, uh, the, basically the metal buildings being about to be fabricated soon. And so as long as that stuff stays on track, we're praying we'll be in the building next summer, sometime next summer, hopefully sooner than that, but most likely next summer we'll be fully into a space that we can use all week long. So, uh, we'll have, we'll have a whole new unique set of challenges, but uh, but I'm excited about that. Just having a home base to, to do ministry. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, I asked Josh about the building if he would provide for me an office. And uh, he said he would make space. It. So I'm oh, going to yeah. hold him Always. to that. So, Always. Uh, he's going to make space for me. So it's a little bit of a commute for me. I think it would be about an hour and a half, two hour commute. To the office, but hey, you know hey. I have a spot I can come. Always got a hang spot, out spot for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, and everybody knows that's joking. I would not drive two hours. I can't drive two hours every day. That would just not be a good steward of time and money right. and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, so that's good. Um, and and then what is the biggest Josh? I'm going to ask you just because like be transparent. What are some of the biggest hurdles for the fall that you might say? Hey, like these are some of the things that we wrestle through. Because again, yeah, every passage is going to be relate to the fact that, like, yeah, there's these good things. What are some of the hurdles that you see coming up in the fall?
0: And that's a great question. I think one consistent theme. I think, I think in all of ministry, like, if you, if you're even if you volunteer at your church, you know, you're necessarily a pastor. You know how important relationships are. So I think consistently teaching, uh, trying to be an example, uh, our team. Of how to to remain unified in in all things for Christ, not letting secondary things become uh primary things i think I think for me, just this last couple of weeks, you know everybody has some hurts, everybody's going through something right i mean we've we've already talked about that today right jay's got you got some you got some mountains to climb coming up, but you're also it's exciting like God's working through you and your your family and you're meeting people. Uh, you were telling me before we even got on today, like you almost know every business owner in your community. Like that's huge. Like how many pastors can say that they know, you know, it's crazy to think about. So I think about all that, like it's a challenge, but it's also a joy. So I think that's kind of where I look at it as God is doing a great work. Um, Satan doesn't like that uh, in any church, any, any family, any marriage. And so I would look at it as, we need to consistently love one another genuinely and, and build relationships that are forgiving uh, and then basically unifying, helping build unity and unifying a group of people in our church, for instance, is all ages, like all over, all over the map um, and, 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 and geographically where they're from culturally, you know? And uh, so just consistently keeping the gospel at the forefront and uh, praying for the Holy spirit to do a work. So I, I think that's what, I'm not saying it's necessarily like a negative or a challenge, but I think the the harder it is in today's world to keep the church unified um, is is probably the biggest challenge I think for most churches to not let secondary earthly things become more important. Whether it's um, you know some churches have sacred cows where they they've done something forever that they they don't want to change. I'm not saying it's necessarily us at this point. Um, but I can even pinpoint, but just in general, keeping the gospel at the forefront and remembering that God is in control. And that's, that's a theme that God's really been working on me the last couple of weeks. Uh, I, we've been in the Psalms this summer, uh, summer in the Psalm series and, um, and, you know, went through some more famous Psalms and then some, some lesser known Psalms, but there's just this, this weaving of, of, of a theme that I didn't really plan. You know, I'm laying out the Psalms, you know, I picked the ones that I liked or the ones that maybe, would resonate with our church. And it was consistently, God is sovereignly in control and we are given choices, but God has got this. Like literally like, stop worrying. Like know that I'm working and know that I'm faithful. And I, and I know that's a very simple statement, but God is really, really drilling that into my heart lately. Like you really need to just rest in me, serve serve, and, and pour out, but man, go home and rest, uh, take a nap. Go to bed at so night. You don't have to be restless.
1: It's a simple statement, but it's it's a harder practice. Yes. Uh, you know, I went to I went I went I went to this may be a TMI thing, but I went to the, the doctor yesterday, right? And I went to a dermatologist. Well, Florida boy who grew up in Florida, uh, yeah. had my share of <laughs> sunscreen, sunburns, things of that sort. And they they were like, hey, we want to take a couple samples for some biopsies. And you know how instant I, I being transparent here, yeah. how my mind instantly went to, oh, there must be something wrong. And anxiety, yeah. I, I felt it. I felt it almost like coming up from my gut and like taking over. Like, So I asked them, I was like, how long will it yeah. go before I get anything back? They're like, oh, two weeks. I'm like, two weeks. <laughs> two and weeks. when I, <laughs> two weeks, here's the reality is even I was a little like, I kind of, but anxiety's there, right? But if I mm-hmm. truly believe a statement that you just said, yes. like, God's got this. He's, he knows what's going on. He's a yes. great. He, he, he he knows my body better than I. Even the simple things like that. If I mm-hmm. that statement is a good statement, is a simple statement, but it's a harder practice. Um, yes. and, and we've got to we've got to really be. I think we got to be cautious on uh, on on having anxiety take over, especially when we're facing something like the fall and things like that that are coming up. And I, I heard it said this way: um, you know, anxiety is putting the pressure of the world on your shoulders. And when we when we pray and we give it to God, it's taking that pressure and that weight and putting on 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 His shoulders and saying, "Hey, look, you got this. This is your world. You created yes. it. It's is you. Yes. We're good." Yeah. And and I think that's what we need to uh we need to take a little bit more time to put into practice those simple things. Uh, yes. You mentioned you think about the Apostle Paul, who, <laughs> if anybody was anxious, it should have been him. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, one day you're getting stoned, you're almost dead, you're, you know, you know shipwrecked uh, like
0: multiple times, like <laughs> like crazy.
1: I mean, the guy. I mean, if if you're sitting in Paul's shoes, you're probably thinking, God, are, do you really care about me? Do you really? I mean, think about it. I mean, we want to put Paul, and Paul is he's a hero of the faith, somebody we can look to, but Paul is human as well. There's got to be times where Paul yeah. was like, really, I, mm-hmm. you know, really, you know, he gets woken up, and he's like, oh, I was stoned again, like really. Like I've went through this yeah. again, you know, and uh, obviously he was told by Ananias, but he's going to, Paul's the guy who's going to have to know how much he must suffer for my sake. But Paul yeah. pens and Philippians, you know, don't be anxious about anything, Yeah, but rather by prayer, mm-hmm. make it be known again by prayer. There's power in this yeah. prayer in prayer because prayer is casting those things off you yeah. know it's 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 saying god i can't handle this you have got to take care of this and there should yeah. be comfort and peace that comes when we can say hey god mm-hmm. i give this to you i'm going to let yeah. you handle the building josh i'm going to let you handle the building god you got it under control if you mm-hmm. want that to come in March, to come in March, you want to come in May, to come in May, it's not until June, let it be. But that's your perfect timing is going to be perfect timing for us to have a building for me. That's right. You know, God, where's the people going to come from? Mm-hmm. God's going to provide those people. I don't know where they're going yep. to come from just yet. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how it's all going to work, but God's going to provide those people. Never once in scripture has God mm-hmm. let the kingdom of God stop advancing. He has always advanced yep. the kingdom of God.
0: It's what he does. We mm-hmm. just get to participate
1: and play our part but anxiety was never a part of that it yeah. never should have been a part of it because again we should be trusting him so i know that was a longer tangent than we should have been but i think what you said is so important is it's a simple mm. statement but it's it, it's a harder practice for us humans who it's often hard and want to get in the way because it, we see yeah. it we're experiencing it we're feeling it um so we always have to remind ourselves we have to you know uh, yeah. you know Engra- engrave God's word on our heart inscribe it on our hearts so that yes. it is a nat- becomes a natural response yeah to yeah. hey we need to biopsy some 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 things on your skin hey you know things are not moving as fast as you want to with your building hey we don't know where we're going to get people for we need it naturally it needs to become natural but that comes from inscribing on our hearts for us daily practicing this idea of like hey this is uh yeah. this is something yeah. I need to be a part of. so anyhow
0: No, that's huge. I think, I think, um, last week I was covering, I was preparing for Psalm 23, of course, probably the most famous, it might be the most famous passage in the Bible, you know, Psalm 23 last Sunday. I don't
1: know if I've ever heard of that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) as I'm preparing this sermon, you know, of course I've, I've, I've taught on it a couple of times, of course, over the years, but like, I kept coming back to it and it was just as simple as the Lord is my shepherd. That, that statement, David was personally said, he's my shepherd, not a shepherd, not the shepherd. Like he's he's my shepherd. And then my prayer last week was on, on some different decisions or, or it might've been uh, just some conversations was just, Lord, you are the great shepherd of your church. Like you, you are the, I'm an under shepherd. This is your church. This is your people. I'm your child. Lord, would you lead this church? Would you tell me what you want to do? I mean, that's sometimes God brings me to those places where I'm like, why does it take those moments to help me come to this place of like, Lord, I just, I don't, I'm, I've run out of, I'm, I've run out of ideas. And God consistently brings me to that place of dependency. And that's where I should have been earlier in the process. And so that's something God's really, I would say, Jay, thinking about the fall and, and, and I can't really think of a lot of, a lot of uh, things that have been really difficult. I just think it's just been, I would just say the consistent, Spiritual warfare that we go through as pastors is just it's it's a daily put on the armor, and there's it's a joyful endeavor to know that at least you're a threat to the darkness that Satan wants to throw some stuff at you. I was talking to Cassidy, my wife, the other day. If if you don't know Cassidy, and we were just chatting about warfare and like you know, just we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, and it's not like so it's not like there's someone out to get you or the boogeyman, but there's just some weeks where there's just. Whether it's some discouragement, or if it's just uh, like you like you had anxiety that comes over you for whatever reason, and I was telling her that I was like, you know, I'm just getting to the point where I just want to strap on the armor. I know it sounds kind of, I don't know if it sounds weird to you, but like I, I'd rather the enemy say, you know what, I'm I'm gonna throw some stuff at Josh. I'm gonna throw some stuff at this church or your church, because I know if that church and those people. Uh, really, really grow in their love for Jesus and their love for others, and they really, really believe the gospel. Man, that's not good for me. Like, I really want to hinder what they're doing. And so, in in a way, I think I think God is teaching me that He's leading His church through us as as under shepherds and through our, our, our the body of Christ. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I think there needs to be a spirit of bring it on. You know, let's, we we have all the spiritual resources to handle whatever the enemy throws at us. And that's not what I don't want that. I don't ask for that. But God is going to use your church. He's using you now. And He's going to do something. He's going to create something out of quote unquote nothing. You know, it's like um, Genesis 1 1 In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created something out of nothing. That's just what He does, right? He creates churches out of a small group of people that have a passion to reach people and plant the God. I mean, that creation's what he does, but the only right. way we seek his creation is by faith. I mean, right. without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, Jay, for me, I God keeps bringing me back to the same lesson over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, and proves himself faithful. And then I'm like, maybe I'll learn it quicker next time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah,
1: as a parent, you're probably thinking, man, I wish my kids would learn this quicker. You know, I wish they would listen to me the first time. You know, I'm wondering, God, sometimes like, I told you. I told you, yeah, Josh. Yeah. I told you, Josh. <laughs> exactly. I told you. All you got to do is trust me. So, But, Josh, yeah, I think, uh, I, you know, as we, as we kind of wrap up, just I think it's important that we uh, take some time sometimes just to say, hey, look, let's be real. Let's be raw. You know, this is a season. We're about to come into a season. Um, if you're listening to this and you're a pastor, you're preparing for a season because we all are, it's the beginning of August school is heading back to this thing. People are coming back. The rhythms are going to pick back up structures and systems. You've been working likely, uh, at this point, you've probably been working on Christmas. You've been through Christmas. You've been through all the details of back to school, a Bowl Sunday. Uh, Josh, you guys got a men's night coming up. There's been different things you guys prepared for. You've worked on. And uh it can be easy to go, uh, how's all this gonna work out? Um, you're not alone in that. We're all in it together, we're all figuring it out, we're different things. And you may have established church, you may be another church planner listening. Uh, you may not be a lead pastor, you may be an XP and you have a whole different things you're working on where you got the stress of I gotta manage this man you I know mean, this animal that this lead pastor put in my lap. I got to manage it. I got to make sure we do this and this and this. You you may be a youth pastor who's going, okay, how do I tie all this together? And back to school is a big deal because all the kids are coming back in. Okay. You know, a kids pastor, the same concept. Uh, yeah. You may be a, you know, a small groups leader and small groups were on the break and now you're picking back up. We're all in different seasons, but we're all facing something going into the fall. And so you're not alone in that. Be encouraged that, as you just said, Josh, God's got it under control. It's his church to begin with. Uh, It's not ours. We're just you get to participate. We're managing it in some ways. Sometimes we're taking leadership roles in it. But at the end of the day, it's his church. He's got it. Um, We have an opportunity to to watch him do, uh, um, you know, incredible things. So Mm -hmm. be encouraged. I think that's what I would leave everybody with is just be encouraged. The fall is here, but um, it's going to be a fun season. Um, Look forward to celebrating. So do us a favor. Reach out to us. The at gmail.com. Maybe share with us, what do you got going on? How can we pray for you? What are some things that may be stressing you out um, coming into the fall? Uh, maybe there's something you're celebrating. We'd love to celebrate with you. Uh, maybe there's an opportunity for us to celebrate mm-hmm. some things that God is doing in his church uh, for those that are listening and watching uh, the Pastor Pod. So reach out to us, thepastorpod.gmail.com. Follow us on social media. We'd love to connect with you. Um, if you're interested in that cohort, Josh, I think it's important we bring that back up. Mm-hmm. We have still yeah. a few spaces left on that cohort. You can reach out to us uh, at the top of our website, thepastorpod.com. There's a link there for that. You can click on to let us know you're interested. A few spots left, so uh, I'm not sure how many spots are left at this point, but reach out. We'll try to make space. We'll try to figure it out if you're interested. Um, That's going to be kind of a a monthly connection point with some other fun things included. We've had some fun talking about that, Josh. So um, That being said, Josh, any final thoughts?
0: No, I just want to invite you if you if you want to be a part of the cohort, just let us know. Like Jay said, we're going to be sending out some emails uh, later this week, or early next week, with some with some dates and what we're going to be covering. So excited about it, and I uh, hope yeah. it's an encouragement to all those that are going to join in. But yeah, if you're on the fence or you're thinking about it, you know it's not a huge commitment of time because uh, we know we're all very very busy uh, right. with with the fall. But I think this could. I I, am looking forward to it because I, I need this. Uh, I need extra value brought in my life from other pastors. So, um, pray about it. Let us know.
1: All right. So that being said from Josh and I here at the Pastor pod, have a great week. We'll see you back next week. We've got a new guest coming on. So look forward to that. See you next week.